Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, on this episode, I'm super excited because I got to sit down and talk to Damien Fahey about Britney Spears. Uh, Damien Fahey is a very talented writer, but before he was writing, Damien was one of the hosts of TRL. And I don't know about you guys, but I loved TRL. I would, not even, not just high school. I loved TRL in college. I have a vivid memory of rushing home from uh, from a college class and going to my apartment to watch Justin Timberlake's world premiere of his video, Cry Me a River, uh, which we all know is his revenge ballad, uh, <laughs> uh, his revenge ballad against Britney Spears. I was furious from the moment I saw it. It was just like, really, Justin? You're this shook from... from Britney cheating on you um or or okay yes you are that shook from the breakup but then answer me this why weren't you there for Britney in 2007 when she was going through a really hard time that's my whole thing if you can be so hurt to write a song in revenge and then shoot a video where you hire someone who looks exactly like Britney Spears, who looks exactly like your ex, then why wouldn't you show up for her when she was going through a really hard time later in life? Because I feel like if you need that revenge, that means you were truly in love and you were truly hurt. So therefore, years later, you get it together and you pick up the phone and you go and you be there for your childhood friend. Forget the fact that you were even lovers uh, you were childhood friends. You share an experience that very few have shared, that very few understand. Like there aren't that many pop stars. Do you know what I mean? And then like on top of that, you dated each other. And I just, I've got issues with him. And I'm here to hear other points of view on this. So like, please come for me. Like, like, let me hear it. I want to know. I want to know what you guys are thinking about this. But that's just, I don't know, that's just how I feel. Um, it was very exciting to talk about uh, TRL and how Damien got that job. Um, I was thinking when this album came out, uh, I was 21. Brittany was 21. Uh, our lives, obviously, very different. Um, very, very different. And I had this... I talked to Damien about this. I got to go to SNL um, with my friend Hannah, whose dad had worked on the opening credits of, um, he had produced the opening credits for SNL that season. And so we got to go. And this was like a huge deal. I'm from a very small town. Um, and I mean, at this point, I'm a senior in college, but like getting to go to SNL, I mean, it was like crazy I, I was like freaking out and and Britney Spears was the musical guest it was it was nuts so I got to go and see Britney perform on SNL 
and it was super fun. Uh, something I don't talk to Damien about, but I had to go to the bathroom. We got to be backstage during the show and I had to go to the bathroom and, um, I'm coming out of the bathroom, the women's room. And I looked at my left and Tracy Morgan is coming out of the men's room and he was still like, he was zipping his fly. Like he was putting himself back together as he was like walking out the door, you know, do you, you know what I'm saying? But we had this really funny moment and I'll always remember it. Um, he was just so nice. He was great. He was just a great guy. Um, but anyways, got to go to SNL. Well, and the whole weekend was filled with moments like that. And for me, it was one of those, it truly holds up as one of the most magical weekends of my entire life. Uh, I felt so young. Um, I felt like I was not a girl, not yet a woman. It was like, that's exactly how I felt that weekend. I know that song's not on in the zone, but I'm just saying we've all had those moments where you're in your adult life. Those first moments when you're in your adult life, but they're new, like that sensation is new. Um, and you're full of potential. Um, and it was just, it was amazing. And Brittany was a part of, uh, that very special weekend for me. Um, so anyways, I was just thinking about her. I'm just, I'm always thinking about her. You know what? Let's talk about her. Let's talk about Brittany. guys and welcome to we need to talk about Britney a podcast dedicated to the legendary pop princess Britney Spears I'm your host Jen Zabrowski and today we're talking about in the zone um I believe that this is like one of Britney's this is kind of the end of chapter one of Britney like I call this uh the end of baby Britney um and I'm very very excited about our guest today um gosh this is just bringing me back to uh, to my teen years, uh, late teen years. Uh, uh, gosh, I just, I just, I just don't know what to say. So I'm just going to get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. Today we have Damien Fahey. <laughs> Hi, Damien. I'm excited about me via your excitement. Okay, so, great. Yeah. Great. Wow. Um, I mean, so Damien, you hosted TRL. Yes. You've done many things in mm-hmm. your career. Uh, you're kind of like a Britney in the fact that I feel like you've been working forever. I have. Yeah. Yeah. I've been working for a while. Um, yeah. Since I was 15, I was on the radio. Now, where are you from? And can you like, where are you from? From, um, Longmeadow, Massachusetts, which is near Springfield, Massachusetts. Okay. Okay. Most people know Springfield. It's Western Mass. And how did you, you started in radio. Yeah. I started as a DJ at my local station in Western Massachusetts doing overnights, midnight to 6 a.m. as a 15-year-old, and it was breaking labor laws, but my dad would drive (laughs) me at like 11.30 at night to this, um, you know, cinder block building uh, in the middle of a pretty sketchy part of Springfield and drop me off, and then I'd work all night until 6 in the morning, and uh, then my dad would pick me up and drive me home because I couldn't drive because I was only 15. And that's sort of, that happened for a while, and I worked my way up through the ranks at that station, and then um, uh, got accepted to uh, Northeastern in Boston, and wanted to continue radio, and then worked in radio in Boston, and then all of a sudden, after like two and a half years, um, an MTV casting search came to the radio station, and I um, sort of reluctantly auditioned for MTV um, at the basement of the radio station. And so, uh, you, you weren't totally <clears throat> sure if it's something you wanted to do. No, I, ever since I was young, I, I just wanted to do radio. That was my f- laser like focus since I had been, uh, 13 years old. I built a little station in my room when I was 13 and I used to have friends over. We'd record shows and do prank phone calls and <laughs> things like that. I would talk over songs. Um, and that's really my, was my main passion up until I, finished the audition I did until I did the audition um for MTV in in the basement of the radio station and then I was like well everything is totally changed and now I just want to be I want to do that and I was lucky enough to get a bunch of callbacks and 
and do it. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. And yeah. so were you, was it the audition to replace Carson Daly? Like, it did they know he was leaving? I, I think they, uh, they had told me that it, they wanted a, it was an audition for like a rock VJ. So okay. like a rock guy. Okay. And I didn't really consider myself a rock guy, but I said, well, I could probably fake this and, and, and do be like a little bit more of a rock guy during my audition, I guess. And so... <laughs> You had to write two video intros and um, perform them. And then they said, then you have, we're just going to throw you a band and you have to improvise uh, sort of a, you know, uh, um, a, uh, what do they call them? Sort of like a, a talking before the video airs. So okay, sort of like, yeah, they, yeah. you know, call it throwing to a video. Mm-hmm. So um, so I said, okay, well, they want a rock guy. So I'll do a Creed video and a POD video. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone okay. listening under the age, under, <laughs> under a certain age is like, who? Um, so they were like two. Creed was this, you know, religious sort of rock band, Christian rock band. I, uh, in I a actually saw Creed way. in concert. I did too. Yeah, yeah. So well, yeah. yeah. Obviously, you must have been a yeah. no. There's hey, you're not doing you're not yeah. doing a podcast about Creed. So <laughs> no. we know how much you enjoyed that concert. Um, and then yeah, so I did those two video intros, and just something about um, being in front of the camera felt really awesome, and it was very fun, and I got to be kind of silly and goofy, and the people auditioning, the casting people, there were just two of them with a uh, with a with a video camera on a uh, tripod and they were rea- laughing and reacting this is great oh my god this is awesome and then they were sort of giving me suggestions let's you know what we really like you so let's we're gonna let you like do that one wasn't so great but we're gonna let you do it again and I'm like wow I they like me this is cool this might actually happen having zero experience in in show business and and you know now looking back it's like well I've, I've been to enough auditions where it's like you're really good could we do that again like that means literally nothing mm-hmm. now no but back then I thought it was the first time I heard it. I thought, oh, this might actually happen. But it and it did. I mean, and it did. Yeah, it did. And so the audition happened, and I remember driving my uh, my Geo Prism um, car back to my really crappy apartment in Boston, and I was behind a car. I, I drove out of the radio station, and it's like go this, under this little underpass, and the car in front of me, the license plate said, you know, four five six VJ. 825, whatever it was. Um, and I said, wow, I don't believe in, yes, and I don't believe in signs, but that's like, I think this is kind of a sign. Um, and so I emailed them, you know, the casting people every single week at the same time, every at the same day, asking about what was going on. I really bugged them. I was really, really tenacious about staying in touch with these people, um, staying on their radar. And uh, next thing you know, I got a call back in, uh, in New York, and then I got another call back in New York. And then I got a phone call one day in my parents' house in, in Longmeadow, Massachusetts, and on my uh, Nokia cell phone, you know? Nice. All that you could drive over are... with a truck, you know, <laughs> yeah. because they just, not like these, these Apple and phones to- now. totally would survive. Totally That's would survive. Waterproof the whole thing. And so I remember picking it up and... And uh, it was it was Vinny Potasivo was one of the casting guys at MTV, and he said, "Hey, I'm you didn't I, this this phone call never happened, but I just want to give you a heads up. In 15 minutes, um, Rod Asa, the head of talent, is going to be calling you and offering you the VJ job. Oh my <laughs> and god! I'm in my parents' kitchen. Oh my god! Like like just like eating at all like a fucking bologna sandwich or something, <laughs> and it was like. It was like I had almost lost all vision, and I was like, "Holy shit!" One of those moments, you know. And and if and you know, if you're fortunate enough to have these moments, they're they're really fucking cool, and they're sort of like burned into your brain, where mm. um, where it's like, "Oh my god!" I just remember thinking, "My life's gonna change. This is really crazy. Wow!" Um, and so I got a phone call back from him. So Rod called me. We'd like you to come to New York. Uh, for the uh, for the summer to be uh, at the beach house for the as a VJ. For oh, the, what for a the way to house. start! That's amazing. Oh, so fun! I'm like, oh my god! I remember watching the beach house. For God's sakes, I, I masturbated to the grind. For God's <laughs> sakes, I can do this. Um, and so, uh, next thing you know, I'm in New York, and I'm just you know, I'm I'm across from like the head of talent at MTV, and he sort of has this contract, and he slides it across the table like movie style, and. Uh, I just looked at it and signed it right there. Didn't like, like no one else looked at so it. So yeah. green. I just signed whatever was in front of me, and uh, it turned out to be a horrible deal. Um, <laughs> but then I I 
re-signed with MTV a couple more times, and Carson helped me out, and he's like, this is what you want to be asking for, and you get a wardrobe allowance, and you get, you know, uh, black cars wherever you want. And yeah. I'm like, cool, cool. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. so when you're... When you're there, where, like, who is Britney to you when you show up at TRL? She's definitely the baby one more time video girl. And what were you I listening think. to at the time? Um, I was listening to Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, Incubus, mm-hmm. Dave Matthews Band. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, all like the, whatever, like a typical white college frat-ish guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not a frat guy at all, but I've had frat-ish tendencies. Um, mm-hmm. Whatever those people would listen to, I was kind of listening to. Um, yeah. And did you, and you probably got to meet a lot of these people, right? Did yeah. you get to meet like Dave Matthews band? I did. I did. I got to meet Dave at the radio station in Boston. And he they're, they're sort of like one of my this is very difficult to admit because it's not a cool thing to say, but it's like they're one of my favorite bands. Um, I'm a I'm a drummer, so I love their drummer. Mm, okay, he's he's amazing. So, um, oh, I actually love hearing that. I just I've been I, a fan for a while. I just went home and well, and and in doing this whole process of like kind of like reliving each album um, of Britney's. It's like bringing me back to, to high school. I yeah. saw Dave Matthews in concert so many times. Yeah, uh, right. And it's just like it is high school for me. Um, yeah, and I was just and when I just went home, I was listening to Dave Matthews for the first time in oh at least over a decade, and I was like, oh god, this is just making me feel really good. And those memories just come flooding back with all those songs and oh, yeah. all of it. It's yeah. just the absolute best. Yeah. Um. Now, something that I watched this morning mm-hmm. is you walking Brittany through oh, Times yeah. Square. This is like the ultimate moment here. This was in that moment. Yeah. So, so Brittany had, what, what year was this? Was this for this album? I don't remember. It was. It, it was. was. Okay. So this album came out, was released. And this is the, I believe this is the day that this album was released. She came to TRL and they, MTV had a deal with the, the city where they could shut down um, 44th Street. So MTV was is on Broadway, 1515 Broadway, between 44th and 45th Street. It's a, it's pretty much like half a block. And so they would shut down 44th Street for big performances, really huge performances. And her album was re- being released, I believe, that day. And they had shut down the entire street. And they set up a stage, lights, sound system, ba- band, the whole deal. And so... Um, I remember for some reason, because when I was so new, I mean, it was only really a, maybe a year into, what was it, November? Yeah, a little over a year into the job of, of, of hosting TRL with no prior television experience, by the way. So <laughs> typically these big moments were given to Carson because he was so smooth with all this stuff and they, you know, could trust him not to, to mess up or, you know, um, and it's, I mean, it's live television. And it's live television. And so I remember in the morning meeting, they uh, they said, okay, and Damien, you know, Carson's not here today. So Damien, and it was either like me or Caduce or, or Lala, someone was going to be walking her down. And they said, okay, it's you, Damien. And I go, oh, my God, this is crazy. So you're going to walk basically with Brittany down Broadway, talking to her the whole time. Um, and I was like, well, what am I going to say? And, and they're like, you just, you just kind of gave you one question and then you just kind of ad lib the rest. And I'm like, what? I, I, I can't do they this. They told you this that morning? Yeah. Oh yeah. My- and so <laughs> I was freaking out and, um, I think I probably spent like the rest of the day just kind of thinking what I would say to her and then what she could possibly say to me and where I'd take that. And, you know, it's completely nervous and over preparing for a, uh, clearly, a situation that wasn't you it was unpreparable yeah, you know, yeah if that's yeah. even a word um so it, yeah it came showtime and i just remember it was very cold out it was yeah november 12th this came out so that makes sense in november i remember wearing a very heavy winter coat and Brittany was wearing um well i definitely remember the pants because uh yeah. well, good lord i was like you know 23 years old full of testosterone, raging testosterone. And um, I walked her down and we, we kind of like, you know, we talked and everything. And I'm like, this is going really well. Cool. And there's just people to the left of me and to the right of me, kids just screaming. And she's and, kind of saying hi to people. Like yes. I, I wa- So I watched this video, video of this this yeah. morning. 
and you're walking her through Times Square, and she's wearing very low cut leather pants, skin tight. Yes, skin tight. So tight. And a, a crop top yeah. and a hat. Yeah, like that's I like right. it's like totally bare midriff, but yeah. she's got a hat on. Right, yeah, right, right, yeah, right, right. Don't want your head to get gold. Yeah, and um, and and you're just like chatting away, and she's yeah. like very casual, and 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 then she just gets up on stage and just starts performing. It's yeah, very seamless. Yeah, I, I sort of led her to a flight of stairs, a small flight of stairs, and I believe I you said, took her coat. Yeah, that's right. I said, I'll take your coat, you know, and I think I said, I'm such a gentleman. And then, because I was, you know, 23, and um, she turned around and walked up the steps, and I believe there may have been sort of like a me sort of just like staring at her butt as she walked up the... I know it's very like, you know, we're in 2018, and, and you know, it's a, it, was, it was a very misogynistic maybe thing to do, but I was completely lost staring at Britney Spears' butt it's, because those pants were so low. Oh, and it's Britney Spears. And it's I Britney mean, Spears. And honestly, though, this is something that um, that I've been talking a lot about uh, on this is that, you know, Britney, I believe that her passion, her intelligence, the way she connects um, with the world, yeah. it all lives in her physical body and the way she moves. Mm. It is like... In, and in every single song, it's like her best songs are usually when she's talking about herself dancing uh-huh. and moving. It's uh-huh. like never about a relationship. Like I, I don't feel like connect- sometimes. Yes. I don't I know. feel connected to that right. song. It's right. great. But but I'm a slave for you. And she's talking about desperately wanting to be like in the club. And why won't they let her in just yeah. because she's not old enough? All she wants, she just wants to dance. Right. It's like that is Britney. That, so yes, to I look agree. at Britney Spears's butt, it's like I think it's okay. I think it's okay. Okay, good. Yeah, okay. we are on the same. Okay, good. we are on the same okay, page. Good. I would have looked at her butt too. Oh my god, that makes me feel so much better. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, and I think Britney's on board with it as well. I think I may have said something because I was sort of a smartass um, when I was in my twenties, but um, I uh, I may have said. Looking good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's Brittany, you know, and then she did her thing. And it was so funny, you know, she's, um, I didn't spend too much time beforehand with her. Um, and then walking with her was, was fine. And then she, the second she got up on the stage and like, it was something had taken over her. Like you see that with a lot of performers where, um, they just get on stage and it's like, they just go into this sort of mode and that's what she did. And, and, and she was so, sort of went from being like, oh, this hot girl to like, oh, my God, this is like a I'm, charismatic, I'm... like, you know, show business machine. And she just went into this dance routine with her dancers and everything. And, and it was it was amazing. I mean, it was it was it was really awesome. I wonder now if she I mean, watching her walk through Times Square and she was very relaxed. That's something that really struck me. Yeah. Is that, you know, there's a piece of that um, that's that. I feel is missing now, but I mean, I, I say that also with great empathy and, right. um, you know, a lot of the time I, when I went to the Vegas show and I, and I met her, yeah. I walked away feeling like, I'm like, I'm responsible for that. Like <sighs> that piece of her not being there. I'm like, yeah. I'm a part of the problem. Um, and, uh, like I, I, I walked out and it was for my bachelorette party and I looked at all my girlfriends and I was like, we did that. Like, <laughs> well, but the thing is, if, if you knew back then that she would end up, you know, sort of the, and she's not in a bad, she's not in bad condition no. right now by any means. I mean, she's got a very successful Vegas show. And from, from what I've heard, people have been to it. They, they really enjoy it. You know, oh, it's amazing. And yeah. it, it's amazing. She's amazing. She right. Did, also, to just be able to have the stamina to do the show that she did for yeah. four years, mm-hmm. I mean, that is just, mm-hmm. it's un, it's unreal. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it, it, she she is just an absolute, like you were saying, machine. Like, yeah. the fact that she can just walk through a crowd and then automatically get on stage and just totally just crush it and yes. just transform. And yeah. not to have to even, she didn't even get a beat. She just was, like, in it, She just doing knew it. exactly what to do, where to be. I mean, I feel like now I've settled in, Damien. I was really excited. And thank you so much for being here. Of course. Um, yeah, but I was really, I, I, I'm just so excited because, you know, TRL was such a big uh, part of, a part of my life. And cool. um, I'm, uh, I, I just, I love enthusiasm. And so I think that's why I've always loved 
pop stars in general because yeah. it's just like, oh my gosh, we're all going to be enthusiastic about this one person. There's really nothing worse than an unenthusiastic musician, like or or rock star, or you know, I just it's the pits, right? I mean, yeah, well, it just feels like there's so many indie bands who just just get up there and they're like sad and just sing their songs, and <laughs> it's like. Give us a show, you know? I, I don't know. Well, to, to go off on a separate tangent, I feel like that's really missing in music right now is the, the showmanship. There's no stars. There's, no, you know, like aside I, from like a Bruno Mars who's been, yeah. but he's been doing it since he was three, you yes. know? So it's like these these Michael Jackson, Madonna, you know, Beyonce is one of them, oh, I Beyonce's think. Beyonce is the best. You know? How much, I, I just loved at the Grammys when Bruno Mars was saying, he was like, I just... I want to make music that gets families up and dancing. Yeah. When he was talking about that, yeah. I just had, a, like, it was like a single tear moment. I'm yeah. Like, yes, let's just have fun. Yes. And I think now more than ever, especially with this, with, with Trump and everything, like the way the state of our, every notification on your phone is like, a, is bad news, um, is I think, right, I think there's a huge turn right now toward positive shit and uplifting stuff. And my wife and I just burned through the, the, all the episodes of Queer Eye on Netflix because oh I watched the first one and I was like, holy shit. It made me realize that every television show is dark and depressing. And I like this was like the first uplifting positive show I've seen in maybe t- like five years. Yes. And I was like, I just want to consume more of this yes. immediately. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, But this was such a simpler time, like 2003 – Oh, I, which is crazy because nine eleven had happened, but it doesn't. It feel sort of like oh, it, a totally like even then a yeah. more like we still had our innocence. We it's, still had our innocence, yeah, a, yeah. And um, and that so when this when this came out, I like to say that this is the end of baby Britney, and then and then I call it breakdown Britney, and then I call it <laughs> yeah. and then and then I and then I I sometimes say like breakthrough Britney or like reborn Britney. I is, like that. Is, yeah, that is the third chapter, and I. I um I think this was like the end of Baby Britney. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have the track list in front of us for In the Zone, Great. and I I love this album. Um, Britney personally, so she had broken up. She and Justin had called it quits, mm-hmm. and um and and she also was having like some family stuff, and I think her parents were getting divorced and. Her aunt had passed away. So this was kind of like all brewing inside of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then she goes on her tour for In the Zone. And that's when she meets Kevin Federline. And oh, then, is that when it happened? Yes. Okay. So the album, okay. so she was she didn't even know Kevin Federline the day you walked her through Times Square. She didn't wow. even, she hadn't even she hadn't met him yet. Mm-hmm. But she's like about to. And then on that tour, she brings him along, and then she even ends the tour early, and then that's like kind of the beginning of the end, or the beginning of the yeah. new beginning of Britney and right. Kevin, and like not wearing shoes and going to the bathroom and gas stations and, the and things like that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Um, so like when this came out, wait, were you at the MTV Video Music Awards? Oh yeah, yeah. The second I got this email and it was uh, about in the zone, I'm like, oh, I I was there. I was I was like, I thought, oh my god, yeah, I was absolutely. And the Madonna you know, I was twelve kiss? rows away away from the Madonna kiss. Um, I brought my mom to the VMAs, and <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll tell you, man, if you've, it was very, it was a little awkward watching Britney Spears kiss Madonna with my mom <laughs> next to me. Uh, I didn't know how to feel exactly, but um, it was so, yeah, it was really wild. It was, it, you were just like, oh, this is good. This is this is one of those awesome VMA moments. Totally, you know? and and you're a part of it. Like, what happens like behind the scenes? Yeah. What's everyone talking about at MTV? Like, you guys are the, you're the space station. You're like the, yeah, you know? The hub. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, after that, it was, I mean, that was the, that was all anyone was talking about was that kiss. Um, that was such a big deal. And so the next day on TRL, we played it and replayed it and replayed, you know, and, and we got commentary and everything and, you know, kind of ran, ran. I mean, I don't remember exactly what we did, but. Was um, anyone like. Poor Christina. No one cares that Madonna oh, kissed Christina. That's interesting. I'm sure someone had that take. Yeah, whereas like Christina was left out to like, you know. It's like she kissed her too, but no one really played that it wasn't tape the, and no one right. really talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was just such a, a huge deal. And that was sort of, you know, leaving the VMAs that night is really, that's everyone, everyone was just talking about that, that moment. Um I remember when I first moved out to LA. So this was okay. So this was like it was like a year later. Mm-hmm. But I remember I got invited to the MTV Movie Awards, and I got yeah. to go to the after party or like an after after party, and it was in the penthouse of the Chateau Marmont. It was my first time going, and I saw you there. And oh I was like, my god! Oh my gosh! I was like, that's holy Damien. shit! You were there? Yes, I was there, and that was and like, Justin Timberlake danced. Yes! Holy yes! shit! Yes, I was there. This is incredible. Yes, I was there, and I you saw were there. you, and I was like, oh my gosh! I was like, there are t- there are TRL hosts here. It's this so is funny, amazing. I because I was there going, holy shit! I'm in a room with Justin Timberlake, <laughs> and like, I, who else was there? There was like there were a bunch of big stars. Yes, I remember. Lindsay um, Lohan was there. Uh, Ava Mendez was there, Ava and Mendes. she was she. Um, she was. I remember she had this red dress on, yeah. and hoop earrings, and she was smoking, and she just was like looked so cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, so lame to be like she was smoking cigarettes. And right, it was so cool. Right. but she did. She just looked so cool, and I and um and oh Kate God. Hudson was there, and um and she was talking to Owen Wilson, and I was just like, I had that's right just, on the balcony. Yes, <laughs> that's so great. And I think maybe Vince Vaughn might have been there too. Yeah. It was just I, that room, I can't believe that. That's so cool that you were there too. And that was my first Hollywood party. That's that I, really I was like, well that's a hell of a way to go in. Yeah. And I think I was wearing like a sundress and like flip flops. It was not amazing. it was very last minute and I just was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my god, I'm so, so excited crazy. I can talk to someone about this party. Because yeah. it was just literally me and my friend Brian who 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 we've we've kind of talked about it, you know, to death, but it's like, yeah, that's I totally forgot about some of those people who were there. Um it was a really wild, and I, you know, with the, with with being with having this job, you would just sort of find yourself in these crazy situations where it's like, oh, okay, well, Justin Timberlake just danced in front of, you know, a room full of celebrities at the penthouse of the chateau, you know, or you know, there's Dave Grohl, you know, yes. on the side of the stage, and we're watching Tom Petty perform, you know, just sort of these crazy moments. Um, That's amazing. That, yeah, yeah. I and also I think at this time I mean you're having you're you're having a very different experience uh than than I am because you're working in this environment and like I'm at this point just about to graduate from college and in 2003 and um I I get it was for in the zone my friend Hannah um she called me and she's like do you want to go to New York City and go to SNL and wow. I was like, "What? What? I mean, already just that." Wow. I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" And she said, "Well, my dad. Um, it was like she was the one friend uh, 
at Emerson where it's like my, her parents worked in the entertainment industry and you're right. like, wow, like I can't even imagine what that's going right. to be like. And, um, and her dad had produced the, like the opening credits or something. And, um, she was like, we can go to SNL and we can go backstage. Whoa. And Jen, it's getting so much better because Britney Spears is the musical guest. No way. And wow. I, I was you like, must have lost your shit. I lost my mind. We took the uh, bus down great. from Boston to oh, New York. Man, the, only, the only person who's ever enjoyed a bus ride, <laughs> the Fung Law oh, bus. Oh, from, I was having the time From of my Boston life. to New York having the time of my life and we get there and um and got to go backstage and um and wow and i mean that was crazy i mean that was just so so crazy watching like tina fey walk by and yeah. her little sneakers and like before she was going to go do weekend update and all of this and that and um but then they were like do you want it? you can go down to like on the floor mm. when britney sings like when she does her second number you can go down the floor and watch and I got to go down and see her sing every time. And it was, I mean, I was i was devastated over the breakup of yeah. Brittany and Justin. And I got to watch her perform that. Be- I mean, I guess that is the one song, I take it back, about a, a relationship. It's not that, about dancing. Yeah. Yes, yeah, not yeah, about yeah, dancing right. that I feel very connected to. Right. Um, and it was a magical moment for That's me. Amazing. I just like will never forget that. No. Um, but then I almost got in a fight with a woman in, in the bathroom at the after party. Brittany didn't go. She didn't go to the after party. And um and there was a woman in the bathroom and she um and she started talking about how Brittany needed to lose weight. Oh my god. And okay, what? and think about this now, like especially like no one has any time for any of that nonsense. No, 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 no. But in 2003, this one was like, she'll she'll realize, she's been going through a lot. She'll know when she needs to take care of that. It was some. It was like something like oh that. Oh, my God. And I went ballistic on this woman in the bathroom. Good for I, you. What I, did you say? I, 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 it was kind of like a blackout moment. Yeah. And I tend yeah. to do that when I get like really emotional <laughs> and working on <laughs> right. it. Um, so, but, so at 21, it was... It, it was really rough. But it was like a... I'm from upstate New York. And right. like I just... There's just something that happens to me where you went all Albany. Yeah, on like her. Yeah, yeah, like I have like meatballs in my pocket. I'm like I'm ready to throw down. But right, right, I um right. I let her I I let her have it and my friend Hannah was like, We need to excuse ourselves. Um Good for you. But Good I was for just you. like, Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, she was in incredible Well, we just talked I mean, about You her. don't say that, uh, you know, despite what she looks like but uh she was in incredible shape then i mean uh, amazing like, pretty much amazing a six pack amazing shape yeah. she's incredible she is so ripped you know who else is a good looking woman just want to take a moment yeah. your wife is a beautiful <laughs> beautiful <laughs> woman i i noticed that i had a quick dinner with her tonight and i there yeah. were there were a few moments where i go god she really is gorgeous she's you know? a oh, stunning man. stunning woman i'll tell her i'll pass it along ladies and gentlemen Damien's wife is Gracie Mercedes, and she is, look her up, she's a talented she's actress, she's a fashion blogger, she's amazing. She's great, yeah. Um, okay, so enough about your wonderful wife. <laughs> Let's get back to Britney. I want to just, like, go through some of these songs. Okay, yeah. Um, I listened to the album, by the way. You did? Well, not a, not every song all the way through, but you just like, there, were, there were a few where I was like, I get the idea of this yeah, one. Yeah, you just, like, touched down. Yeah, I exactly. I like that. I like that. Um, well... Some of the okay, just the singles. Okay, me against the music. Mm-hmm. Toxic. Yes. Outrageous, and every time. Right. Outrageous was the last single to be released off of this album, mm-hmm. and this is also a time when Britney, during the filming of the music video, it was with Snoop Dogg, and they were like playing basketball, and they she like jumps up on him and they like make out, but oh she's God, dressed like she this. has these like low slung basketball shorts on, and well, I think you might not remember it because I don't even know if they released it because she injured herself on set. Yeah, I don't remember this knee. being. I remember every time. I remember Toxic and Me Against the Music, obviously, because that's had Madonna in it. Um, but outrageous. Oh, wait, and this is when you were at TRL. So you're. Who am I? I'm. I forgot who I was talking to. So you're like introducing these videos. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember all of them. I don't remember Outrageous though. Yeah, it's a good song. I like it. She yeah. talks about like going out and she's wearing a 
trench coat and her underwear and nothing else and oh wow she's a superstar and yeah it's a great it's a great song yeah this album is fantastic it's great toxic really is the standout for me um yeah i looked at the producer too when i was listening to it i've never heard a blood shy and avant i don't know but that that is such an I- iconic um you know beat i guess but it's you know with that <laughs> Like whoever came up with that is like <laughs> winner, kind of a genius. Oh my gosh, such a genius! In so many Britney songs, we talk about like the sounds. Yeah, it's she's got the best sounds in the biz. She like, does have the best sounds in the biz. <laughs> I, I was listening to this album, and there were a few like I think it was I think it was the one with the Yin Yang Twins, um, where I I hit play and it was sort of like, oh shit, like this sounds like two thousand three, and and I don't and I I forget that like music. Like I, I don't know. For I think at some point in my life, I was just like, all this sounded very contemporary to me and very current. And then to hear that again today was like, wow, this is it's no two thousand three is a long time ago, and this sounds kind of very dated, like the beat. Yes, which is a little weird. And the Ying Yang Twins, they they were oh yeah in Times Square that fateful night. No. <laughs> They, oh, they, they came out. They did come out. Yes. Oh, they, I don't remember that. Yeah, they came. They came out and performed that song. Oh, maybe that's also why. Maybe you didn't even know you were like connecting that. You're like maybe the, they were. They were up in your. Yeah, it's like a weird in your brain. And Britney like, Spears therapy yeah. session. <laughs> <laughs> Our time is up. That, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. But yeah, the Ying Ying t- Twins were in Times Square. That's, yeah. I, I, I love I Got That Boom Boom. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> and also, she, in Early Morning, that song is like, it never really picks up. And it's, it, it, um, I love that song because it's like she, it sounds like she's coming down off of like a hard night out. Uh, Breathe on me too. I thought was was kind of interesting. Uh, just the title, I was like, "That's a really gross title." Yeah, because no one ever wants anyone to breathe on them. <laughs> like, especially if you're no, like at line at Starbucks no or something. One. No it's like, Get one, the fuck back. But Le- even think like, no one wants anyone to breath. breathe on. Them. Right. It's kind of gross. I mean, she has a masturbation song on this album, which is uh, which is uh, which is touch of my touch hand. Touch of my hand. Right. Touch of my hand. And I listened wow. to that today, and I was like, you know, this is a an educational song. I think that yeah. Planned Parenthood, we should this should be like a theme song of theirs. Do we have lyrics like for this big, at all that we could? Yeah, let's pull up. Rachel's gonna pull up. Let's some read lyrics some of, lyrics of this song here. I touch of my. I'm hand. trying to think of the great masturbation songs. You've got She Bop from Cindy Lauper. <laughs> I touch myself by the Divinals. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, that's a classic. That's a classic. That one. That that you can. That's the tough one to top. Yeah. Okay. So here are some lyrics of Touch of My okay. Hand. Okay. Okay. I'm not ashamed of the things that I dream. I find myself flirting with the verge of obscene. <laughs> Into the unknown, I will be bold. I'm going to places. I can be out of control. Oh, okay. So she's just like she's like you know what I'm gonna fucking just do this. I don't care. I'm gonna I'm just gonna go to different places. I'm right. not gonna be ashamed of this. I'm having and some fantasies. I'm having fantasies. It's okay. I don't want to explain tonight all the things I've tried to hide. I shut myself out from the world so I can draw the blinds, and I'll teach myself to fly. Wow, she's getting into it now. Wow, come on, I good like lord. It. Like it, and that's such a like. And here we go. It's not my process. My, you know, <laughs> typically for guys, it's a lot cruder. <laughs> Everyone's got their way, and so. But then she says, "I love myself. It's not a sin. I wow. can't control what's happening." Wow. I like that. She loves herself. Yeah, and it she's is, not going to apologize for no, it. No, it's not a sin. She 
a good Christian girl. She's like, you know what? I disagree. It's not a sin. I'm just with myself. And oh wait, there was one thing I remember one lyric. Um, oh, she talks about how she like she's noticing things about herself and how beautiful she is. That's great. Um, body confident. Um, uh, and uh, oh, because I, uh, I just discovered imaginations taking over another day without a lover. The more I come to understand the touch of my hand. Wow! And there you have it. I think unbelievable. I think that Brittany is like I don't need a man, and again. Anytime she talks about her connection with her physical self, it's her best work. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. I like it. I agree. I agree. I agree. And I normally don't really enjoy remixes. I don't know if you kind of, if you checked out Me Against the Music, uh, Rishi Riches. Rishi Riches, Desi Kulcha remix. It's fantastic. Can't pronounce I don't it, think but I did check. I didn't listen to that. Honestly, next time is it better than the original? Than the the track I, one? Dare I say yes? Wow, wow, it's totally different. It gives you something. Well, it's different. funny because I listened to the first track, which is "Me Against Music," um, and I was like, "This sounds different to me." I don't know if if I maybe I did hear that. Maybe maybe I did hear the the remix. Next, and I'm more have, used to it. Next time you and Gracie are getting ready to go out, put the, on the put on the remix. The the Rishi Rich is <laughs> yeah. Desi Kut Kutcher. Make yourself a cocktail, put that on, and you guys will be like, let's call the Uber. Right, right. We're we're ready to go. I love it. I love it. We will. And I also really enjoy Brave New Girl. Brave New Girl. It's just fun. It's upbeat. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like not at all what she was going through at the time. Right. But I'm okay with it. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Producers Brian and Josh. (laughs) You've got Bloodshine Avant. You've got Trickster. You've got uh, what are the other uh, uh, Rishi Rich, all these cool names, and then you just have Brian and Josh, (laughs) which sounds like a a YouTube show (laughs) with very little views. (laughs) Very, very few, very few views. Yeah, I love this album. Yeah, this is a good album. I'm also kind of surprised how many tracks there are because there's 15 total, right? There's a couple bonus tracks, Mm -hmm. and now bonus tracks were those like the hidden tracks, or no? Only if you. Well, now I'm going to – that that can't be right because I was going to say only if you buy the CD do you get the bonus tracks. Oh, but, okay. But I don't think – I mean, did could you even get an album any other way in 2003? I think there was a lot of piracy going on because I remember in college I was on Napster a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think there was probably the, the beginning of the piracy. Oh, wait. You went to Northeastern. Yeah. The, the- I know. The star? Did you, do you know him? No, 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 okay. no. He, I think he was gone by the time I got there. But um, yeah, Sean Fanning, I think, is his name. Okay. Um, but I remember being in a dorm room, being like, someone showed me, like, you just download any song you want on your computer. And I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, some guy from Northeastern here. He invented it. You know? I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. And then you know, you spent the next two or three years while it was still legal downloading just like songs all the music of varying quality. Yeah. Until Metallica. Right. Metallica, that's right. Yeah. Like put an end to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, she, this album is, is so great. And this is uh, when the In The Zone tour, um, this tour is when she wore my favorite costume that Britney has ever worn in a live performance. Oh, which, what is it? It is a full black, uh, like cat suit uh-huh and she um and it's like it covers her whole body except like it's a push-up bra type uh-huh. thing and then she put like um sparkles and like uh uh like uh, not a tattoo but like like designs of on her chest oh okay and and her hair was just down and it would blow in the wind. And in one number, I can't remember what it is, but she's like wearing a cape, a black cape. And it's like, blo- it's like, wow, I don't remember this at all. Behind her. I don't remember I'm this really, at all. I'm really into her tours. I have, um, I have a, I have a desire. I, I, I don't know. I don't know the people to talk to, but I would love it if I could have every single Britney Spears tour. Yeah. Um, on DVD. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, how I feel about like, like Tom Petty, I wish I had every a really professional DVD of every time of a great show. Yes, in some certain city, that'd be great. Because it's like it's also a lot of times we have recordings of 
great live performances. Yeah. But Britney is an entertainer yeah. where it's visual. Like we need to see her yeah. move. So and like did she ever really gonna, sing live? I mean, that much. Right. She's kind of like. Uh, in and out. Yeah, in and out. Right. A lot of track and then a little bit of her on top probably. Yes. Um, yeah. That, she's absolutely a visual, uh, you know, performer. Yeah. You got, you've got to see yeah, her. Yeah. You got to see whole, her. The whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. And so, Damien, how long were you at TRL for? Uh, from 2002 to 2009. Yeah. Wow. In New York. And then did you move to L.A.? Yes. Moved to L.A. after TRL had ended. Um, and uh, yeah, like in 2009, I moved to, to, to L.A. with Gracie. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. And she, wait, did she work? Yeah. She was a producer. I met her in 2002 when I started there. She was a producer um, at MTV. And then in 2004, uh, we had hung out a couple times. And then in 2004... She, um, she was a great producer at MTV. She was like on the fast track. People were like, you know, do you want to be one of the producers on TRL? Be really well respected and super, really good at, at, at producing. And she said, you know what? I don't think I want to do this anymore. And so she moved to LA uh, for acting. So yeah, so moved out here in 2009. That is amazing. Yeah. Well, I just want to say thank you for giving me so many great moments. Of course. Um, I asked you this when we, when, when I first saw you tonight, but uh, I I remember um, rushing back from I was in college and I I rushed home to watch the Justin Timberlake Crimea River music video. Yeah, that's a good one. So you would have yeah. So you were definitely I bet you you might have even introed it. I think I probably did. Yeah, that was like the the sort of dark watery bluish tone yes, video with a Britney lookalike uh, oh that's right that was oh my god yeah break up then we, I like... think we spent some time talking to uh yeah some 13 year old kids about that oh I mean well I was they were very at the they time, were very invested it. in that yeah that was very controversial I mean even now still to this day I have I one day I will have words I will take those meatballs out of my pockets and throw them at Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I love it. I love it. As you should. <laughs> um, Damien, thank you so much for thank being you. here. Thank you. And for, for talking me. about Britney Spears. Of course. Thanks for having me. You're the best. All awesome. right. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Campfire. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.